Here we have the review for the Aussie Kings Fantasy League, week one. And what a week one to kick us off. Games all over the country in the US. Not many crowds, but it was still good to watch the action. Um, what do we got from an update from a scores point of view? We had Blazing Up with 193. That's a massive score. Massive score in this league. Um, beating Scott got game with 168, which is still respectable, um, but obviously not good enough this week uh, for a huge score from Blazing Up. We then had Bozo's Bitches up against P-Dog. Bozo getting the win there with 165 to P-Dog's 153. Those scores, pro- probably average scores. Um, probably respectable from Bozo's Bitches there. P-Dog a little bit of work to do. Smithy Stinkers has outshone Moneyball Z in a tight one, 142 to 136. Those teams didn't really shine. They're quite low scores within this comp. Uh, so a little bit of work to do for those guys. The Nation v. The Analyst. The Analyst has put up 151 to beat The Nation, 127. The Nation's put up the lowest, lowest score this week. Um, so you'll have to go away, review his team, have a look at that waiver wire, who's in, who's out. I suggest there's going to be a few drops coming. And then in the last game of the round, we had Houdat Champs up against Adam's boss team with Houdat Champs getting the victory 179 to 138. So big first week in fantasy. We're going to have a look at uh, each of the sides. We'll see who, who performed well, who busted, um, who are the potential breakouts. And we'll start to head on into week two for the fantasy comp. So we're going to have a bit of a look through here. Scott got game, be blazing up. Again, Lamar Jackson, uh, Drew B is pretty solid from the quarterback point of view. Wide receivers really let down. Scott got game this week. AJ Brown, Sterling Shepard, Nikhil Harry not performing um, well below their projections. So there's a little bit of work to do from the wide receiving core. McCaffrey, Drake, Carson, all pretty solid from a running back point of view. Um, and again, tight end's point of view was pretty good also. Um, we have a look at blazing up. Calvin Ridley really shone, outshone Julio, jo- Julio Jones. Um which, you know, which is a little bit of a surprise, but not really. He's kind of suggested a breakout. Um, DJ Moore had a pretty pretty quiet week for blazing up, um, but where he really saw him shine was Josh Jacobs, great pickup um, with 31 points starting off the week and three touchdowns. Um, and then we go down, picking up um, Mark Badley, the kicker, who was shown with 11, 11 scoring points. And then obviously um, the other good performer for blazing up this week, was definitely Devontae Adams in Green Bay. He just absolutely killed it. Um, Aaron Rodgers back in the fold, um, throwing really well. So um, some really good scores there coming out of blazing up. We have a look back into the P-Dog v. Bozo's bitches. Um, we're having a look through this matchup. And for me, what's to do here, David Johnson getting a fair few touches for P-Dog here. Um, he's looking all right. I think Duke Johnson went down in the backfield as well. So looks to be a, a lot more touches coming his way. Uh, Ronald Jones obviously disappointing in a bit of a committee there for, for Tampa Bay, for P-Dog. Um, and from a wide receiving point of view, pretty solid with Hopkins and Brown. Um, but Sean Jackson, C.D. Lamb uh, were well off their projection paces. Uh, and Brady and Garoppolo, from a quarterback point of view for P-Dog, were okay. Um, met their projections. Not outstanding, but just did the job. Um, we look at Bozo's bitches. Um, pretty consistent across the board, uh, apart from James Connor, who got hurt. Um, so he was ruled out pretty quickly in, in the game tonight. But Ezekiel Elliott was the shiner there with, with 24 fantasy points for him. Um, DK Metcalf shone as well with 15 and then you had Pat Mahomes with just a solid 20, not a huge day out for Pat Mahomes. But then you have a look at um, from a defensive point of view, this is where Bozo really clinched the game. Baltimore with 15 and New Orleans with 17. Um, some really good deep pickups there for Bozo's bitches and probably where probably where he was able to clinch the match, actually. So good work there from the, uh, the Bozo's bitches. 
We move on to the next matchup, Moneyball Z and Smythe. Uh, look, Moneyball Z had a great pickup. Russell Wilson, 31, week one. He's looking pretty solid. Look, he was throwing really well, completed well. He's going to rush, and, you know, I think he's got a good solid, solid, good, good, good solid quarterback there for you, if I can get my words out. Um, moving forward, uh, from wide receiver point of view, Julio Jones and Juju Smith-Schuster both um, both went really well. Juju Smith-Schuster was really interesting. Obviously, he had a bit of a down year last year. Big Ben um, obviously was injured um, for quite a lot of that part of the year. So he did fall down ADP rankings in the draft. And I think that was a pretty good pickup here for Moneyball Z. He looks back if, if Big Ben can stay fit, and Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be the going to be the man that gets the targets. Um, from a running back point of view, pretty disappointing week for Moneyball Z, and probably where he lost it. Barkley, Inger, and Howard not performing at all. All well down on blow on projections. So there's a bit of work to do there from a running back point of view. Um, if we shift across to Smythe. Um, quarterbacks were pretty solid. Newton had a pretty good day out with two rushing touchdowns. Pretty good late late round fly there for, for Smythe if he can stay fitting on the field. Um, from a wide receiving point of view, pretty poor week for Smythe in, in that area. Odell Beckham, uh, Michael Thomas, and Brian Edwards basically doing nothing. Um, so, yeah, a little bit of work to do there. Um, running back point of view, didn't shine at all really in the, in the running back point of view either. I mean, Aaron Jones just... Just underprojected, and Bell and Sony Michelle are a little bit off the pace. Um, and then you got Travis Kelsey and Noah Fant. So this is where he had a pretty good week with the tight ends. Kelsey and Fant pick up 11 14, respectively. Um, pretty solid week for those guys. I think Fant's a pretty decent pickup. Um, he was rookie last year. Looked to have some some pretty good ability, and, and this year could be his breakout. So I suggest that's probably a good pickup on the tight end position. But overall, a pretty low scoring game, that one. And then move across to the nation and the analyst. Uh, let's have a look at the nation here. And, and where, where did it fall down for the nation with such a low, the lowest scoring score this week? Um, Jared Allen had a really good game for Buffalo and Dak Prescott was a little bit on a projection, but wasn't really hurt in that area. Um, the wide receiving core, all below double digits. Alan Robinson, Amari Cooper, Keown, Henry Ruggs, um, all going well below, below their projections um, and not seeing, you know, not seeing the targets they'd normally see either, some of these guys. So uh, a bit of a watch out there. Alvin Kamara, the shining light for the nation um, on the running back position. He had a quite a solid game. And then you had Eckler and Moss, uh, which were slightly below their projections and, and didn't really shine and failed to meet double digits. Um, and from there, it's, yeah, def- the defences, uh, weren't they fantastic? Either Tampa Bay was zero and Detroit one. For the analysts, good good um, outing for his quarterbacks. Kyler Murray uh, was outstanding, rushing, throwing, could do everything. It was pretty good. Um, from a wide receiving point of view, he was struggling earlier in the week, uh, the analyst, but then Darius Slayton came out with two long TDs today uh, from Daniel Jones, so that kind of helped him in that area. Uh, moving forward, Derek Henry, uh, solid today, but nothing outstanding. 13, projection of 16, um, can do better. Kieran Johnson, Singletary, both really disappointing um, from the, in their respective backfields. And the same again with his tight ends. Kittle and Hurst didn't really do much. Kittle scoring five, failing to get anywhere near double digits. So a little bit of work to do there for the for next week for the, the analyst. Don't know whether Hayden Hurst stays in his team, but we should see. Look, looking towards his bench, he's still got Miles Sanders sitting on the bench. Um, obviously, Mike Evans was playing half injured. J.K. Dobbins had a really good week out for Baltimore, so could be so many slots into the lineup, um, into that running back position, considering the way that that Baltimore offense plays. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what he does there. And for the nation, um, yeah, not much really coming from the bench this week either for him, so there's got a lot of soul-searching for the nation this week to see how he can turn it around in week two. And then we look at the last match of the round, 
Who that champs versus Adams boss team. Um, who that's quarterbacks pretty solid this week. Rogers had a fantastic day out, um, busting his his projection by a mile. Cousins was pretty solid as well in Minnesota. Thielen had a really good day out from Minnesota from a wide receiving perspective, and Tyreek Hill was pretty solid. Um, and then from a running back perspective, really solid across the board here. Cook, Gordon, and Mosett um, all producing double digit double digit numbers. Uh, and performing really, really well. Um, Adam's boss team, Matt Ryan was pretty good in Stafford. Quarterback's no real issue, but left Kenny Golladay in his team this week, which hurt him. Uh, he was obviously ruled out and wasn't replaced, so he's behind the eight ball already. From a running back's perspective, Clotheswood's Hilaire was, was pretty good in his debut with a solid 19 on the board. Joe Mixon well underperformed um, in their outing against Los Angeles Chargers, and James Robinson could be, looks like it might be an okay pickup for the Jaguars. He was seen to get all the volume for them. And from a wide, from a tight end perspective, Mark Andrews really shone out for Baltimore. So that was a good pickup for Adam's boss team. But a little bit of work to do there. You can't afford to be going in with players uh, not playing. It's going to hurt you every time. Um, if we have a look at their bench spots here, not really too much happening from these bench positions and looking to put players. Probably one for Adam's boss team is Daniel Goddard. Um, 16 double digit scoring at the tight end position. He could look to come in next week, but you know, he's hit and missed Daniel Goddard with Zach Ertz in that lineup as well. Hard to know whether you're going to play him uh, weekly or not. I think you've got to find the right matchup on that one. Um, yeah, very interesting week. Um, we move into week two which is shaping up as a pretty good contest. Uh, week two sees us playing. Scott's got game versus Bozo's Bitches. So Bozo's Bitches obviously having a win this week um, and Scott got game going down. Uh, both pretty similar scorelines, so we should have a pretty good game on that one. Blazing Up meets Adam's boss team. Can Blazing Up keep the run going or will Adam's boss team bounce back? you got P-Dog v the Smiley Stinkers. The Stinkers won in a close one. P-Dog losing in a close one. I think that'll be pretty close concept contest next week. The LSV Moneyball Z. Projections in this game are pretty close early on. Um, interesting game. And then the Nation be Who Dat Champs. Can can the Nation lift and, you know, sneak a win in week two against Who Dat Champs who performed pretty well in week one. So um, tough matchup here for the Nation in week two. Um, but we shall see. Looks like an exciting one. Look out. I'll have another episode coming during the week before week two kickoff, and uh, I'll look forward to talking to you then. Cheers, guys.